Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko is a GP from Bondi Road Doctors, and we normally like to bring her into the studio to explain some of the more common ailments that we might see in our children. But today, we're switching it around. Today, she's here to talk about when the man in your life is mentally unwell. According to Beyond Blue, one in eight men will experience depression and one in five will experience anxiety at some point in their lives. Those figures are quite high. So I thought it's worth chatting about those men that may need help that are close to us. Hi, Alicia. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Siobhan. Thanks for having me. What are the signs that your partner might be mentally unwell? Yes. I mean, this will apply for any partner. Um, obviously, we're focusing on a male partner, but it could potentially apply to any partner in any different type of relationship. Um, but basically, if they're just a bit off, if something's a bit different, and it's always good to sort of, I suppose, be mindful of what our normal habits are. So if you just feel that your your partner, and if it's a male partner, is just less likely to want to have a bit of socialization, a bit more withdrawn, more quick to anger, even just even if it's in the car, just less patient, less affectionate. There's all sorts of different things. I think it's sort of, we all need to be mindful not only of ourselves in our day-to-day life for our own general health and well-being, but being mindful of the family dynamic and being mindful of our partner, sort of normal in inverted commas. So things that shift from that normal should get us thinking, well, Why is that? What could be going on? Is there something at work, home, other that maybe I need to address and have a a conversation about at the right time? Because mental health, in in my experience, it can manifest in quite challenging ways. Mm. So if it it could be your partner all of a sudden starts getting um, a bit mean or nasty or their personality shifts and you it's quite easy when you're close to someone to take that personally and just think they're being awful. Um, So do you think that's the challenge really in our everyday lives is to not assume where that behaviour is coming from? It's a huge challenge because we're all being pressured and certainly as parents as well and work. And so sometimes we ourselves are exhausted. Oh gosh, you know, can't you just be nice or make it easy or what have you? So it is, it's being able to separate from taking something personally and, and being able to see something a bit more objectively. Sometimes we ourselves need to then go to that calm moment when the kids are asleep or what have you and just sit back individually and think, gosh, yeah, I'm not going to take that behavior personally. Let's just look into that a little bit you know, more. Why, why could that be happening? Um, but the thing is, it's about open communication. And I think at these earliest signs where you feel things are a little bit off, that's the time to try and broach it. Now, that's not always very easy. And also some of us are more insightful and have a little bit more emotional intelligence, as you say, you know, than others. So it's that's actually a very difficult thing because you might recognize it, but maybe they don't. So, or maybe they don't want to. And sometimes those those you know circumstances can be very challenging because they may then resort to, you know, getting more into their work or going you know out drinking a little bit more or risk taking. 
And you'll find with men, I know I'm making a generalization here, so I'm not wanting to offend anyone whatsoever, but men tend to display signs of anxiety or depression more in that you know, walking on eggshells in the family, that sort of more quick to temper or be more impatient than tears. And I'm not saying women just do tears. They can do those quick to anger as well. But you'll find that even if men are very depressed, it does display in a different way in general terms than, than women. And it could just be that they become withdrawn, risk-taking, more gaming, games on the computer, escapism, and and quick quicker temper. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Dr. Alicia Thornton Benko from Bondi Road Doctors about mental health in men. Um, taking a, a grain of salt, knowing that this doesn't apply to all men, but we are speaking generally here. Um, I have noticed anecdotally with girlfriends whose partners. Um, in my unprofessional opinion, yes. seem to be displaying all those things that yes. you've mentioned. And they have been aware that mm. there's something going on, but they've definitely been in that position where their partner's not interested, mm. doesn't believe in seeing a counsellor, wants to just keep soldiering on. Um, as a, a partner of someone and having children, that can put you in an, in an almost impossible situation. I mean, what steps can you take if the person you love won't even recognize they have a problem. Yeah, it's it's very very difficult and I'm not claiming to have the the solution and sometimes you can do everything in your capability and it might not change things and sometimes things end not particularly well as far as relationships are concerned, but it can be quite a slippery slope, but there are things you can try and certainly the earlier you try the better. So, yes, you can try the calm conversation. The next thing is encouraging them to see their GP. Um, and certainly if they do have a GP, it's always good going having a preventative health checkup and you just have to hope as long as it's a good GP, lots of them around, that they then will ask about these other things as well. Um, and then the other thing is maybe, you know, sending a little link, not that you want your whole, whole life consumed about searching into these things, but, you know, there's different things on the internet quite accessible. Um, there's a lot of resources that I think you're going to put up um, that people can actually have a look at online and maybe if they you know, see an article that, that hones in some truths for them and that they can relate to, that they send that little email or have a read of this and that can sort of broach a conversation. Certainly if you ever feel at risk, and that's not what we're discussing today, but if you're ever at risk, there's definitely support available and please seek that out. Um, and I think there's a resource that we're mentioning as well um, online. However, I think it's really just open communication, trying to you know, even reaching out to a good trusted friend. I was going to ask that mm. question because I think in any aspect of my life with my partner, someone else's advice is always going to be yes, weightier than mine. I know. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> We're just partners and just mums. What would we know? <laughs> so, I mean, what in terms of education about mm. mental health, um, I do find that women for some reason seem to be more adept at reaching out for help mm. at understanding what the issues might be and trying not all women but yes. generally women. speaking you're correct so is part of this about getting more men to own not just their own mental health but the mental health of their friends and saying well actually 
we need to understand it as a gender. We need to be able to help each other because I would say my husband is probably more likely to listen to another man talk about how he's going mentally than he is necessarily going to listen to me. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, everything you've said is very, very true. There is an organisation called Mr Perfect. I know actually the founder and owner, and they actually do these meetups. Now, there might be other things available, um, but they basically come together in these men's barbecues and people, and they're they're cool guys, you know, and they come together and they just socialise or play some sport and there's no pressure. They don't sit around having, you know, a a counselling. Correct. There's no pressure for counselling, you know, sessions or what have you, but they just come come together and they know it's a safe space. And then obviously as comfort and rapport builds, they may be more likely to open up a bit and then gain support from people who have some insight. So I'd certainly recommend, you know, nudging the partner along to have a look at so Mr. Perfect, um, you've got that I think we'll I provided. Yeah, up, but definitely. there's probably some others as well. But even just providing that, saying, Hey, maybe have a look at this. I, you also find with men, and it happens with women too, so generally speaking, um, if they're unhappy at work or something's going on at work, even though women are unhappy with, with things going wrong at work too and it does affect our lives, I do notice just in my experience that if something's going wrong at work with men, they definitely can really take that quite hard and you often will find some of these signs and then it affects the family dynamic and that's when it does get complicated for a partner because they're trying to just survive themselves and be mindful of their own health and their children, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's this dynamic where they can see there's a potential issue going on. It's affecting the whole family and yet you're feeling so frustrated because you can't get through. There's other things of diagnosis that are often not talked about with adults. And I have to say, going through med school, I was probably even a bit sceptical of it's existence of ADHD, but I know it does absolutely exist. And I have seen it for myself in children for sure. I'm not an expert in that field. However, there are quite a few adults, men and women, who do have signs of adult ADHD. And sometimes that can be a big issue too, where they're not necessarily interpreting social signs the same and their frontal brain works a bit differently. It's not I mean, some people consider it a disorder, but it doesn't have to be. They're often very successful and creative, but that also can alter a dynamic in the family environment and lead to someone feeling isolated. And when people feel isolated or that they don't have control or that people don't understand them or the work's not going very well, that's where they can certainly display signs of not being as mentally well as you know they could be. When you talk about the change in family dynamic, are we talking about... Um, I guess them being maybe shorter with their children, the kids picking up on the tension and that kind of thing because I know women in that situation and it's heartbreaking. Like they want to help their partner but they want to protect their kids too. So what what can they do? Yeah, it's extremely difficult Um, and kids do pick up on the energies and they pick up on how parents interact with each other as well. It's like, like, oh no. And so you can only protect your children so much in that instance. I mean, if it's a very dangerous situation, obviously that's totally different what we're talking about and you need to really take action and GPs could be your first step with that. Um, But apart from that, um, I think that 
suggesting maybe having some family counselling or maybe, you know, speak to Relationships Australia. There's some different options, but unfortunately you can draw a horse to water and you can't make them drink it. But it's just thinking outside the box of how you could possibly have that aha moment um, where they may just wake up to, yes, you're right, just that reflective moment. And I suppose exercise is a really good thing as well. And so if your partner loves surfing, getting going swimming, yoga, whatever it might be, encouraging them to have those moments. And yes, you might say, oh, well, I'm a mum, I don't get time to do that. So why should I be supporting and encourage it? And <laughs> there's some truth to that too. And I get that. However, you have to sort of then weigh up what's more important to you and the family dynamic, a relationship surviving, etc., etc. So certainly encouraging the partner to have some time out Um hopefully not doing the wrong thing, but doing something in a wellness perspective, out exercising, meditation, and even going to a yoga class together. I mean, all sorts of, you know, even just trying to have some couple time together, even away from the kids, you know, if you can find some babysitting or whatever. So there's there's no real right or wrong. Um, I urge partners, though, who feel like they're being isolated because then they're at risk as well of then a mental decline. So I, I urge them to reach out to their health professional, their GP, good girlfriend, etc., to be able to just release their own feelings of isolation because there shouldn't be shame in all of this, but there is. There is. And often people feel very alone. Sounds like um, there's so much more work to be done mm. to support men, but also maybe what we can do if we're aware of it is to support the women in our lives who are going through that. And that's probably the very basic minimum we can do. Absolutely. Alicia, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. That's Dr. Alicia Thornton-Benko. She's a GP from Bondi Road Doctors. And um, Alicia did refer to quite a few different resources there. We'll make them very clear and have links to them on our website. Just head to kindling.com.au and search for Alicia. That's E-L-Y-S-I-A. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.